BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Hello. Welcome to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today is episode 185, How to Think About Holiday Photos. I get asked about photo storage all the time, and I haven't really talked about it at all because I'm not really an expert. Lucky for you, today's episode has someone who is. I am joined by Casey Von Stein or Miss Freddie, which is her easy-to-remember photographer name and her handle on Instagram. And she is a photo organization guru and fellow permission giver in the area of photos. We talk about how to think about the photos that we're taking over the holidays, where we need to be lazy and let go of some things, how to start small with organizing our photos, and some spectacular ideas on holiday gift ideas that feature your photos. I left my conversation with Casey feeling so inspired, but not freaking out, rushing to go do the next thing and get it right. She is truly the lazy genius of photos, and I can't wait for you to learn as much from her as I did. So here's me and Casey. So when we were talking about what we wanted to do today, I started to get really uh, wrapped up in like all the different pathways, all the different steps, all the ways that we can, you know, kind of like attack and get our photos under control. And because one the most outside of uh, people asking me uh, if there's an episode about moving, the second topic right now is about photo storage. You asked for requests and I saw so many people said photos and I was like, oh, they don't even know. I'm already on their schedule. I know. I know. It's so exciting. So I feel like the reason that I have never talked about it is because I don't store photos. Like mm -hmm. I don't have a system for myself. So it's like, well, I just haven't, maybe it's because it doesn't matter as much to me. Like it's serving me in the way that it needs to at this point. And then one day it won't, and I'll figure out the system for it. But as we were sort of thinking about how we were going to do this episode and we're getting kind of not distracted, like the systems are very important, but you, you said in an email, you were like, you know, just helping people think about why they're taking photos in the first place. And it's like my brain exploded in the best possible way. And so <laughs> That's what we're going to do today is we are going to start from where we need to start. We don't need to start from a system first, because if you don't know why, if you don't know what matters about why you're taking photos in the first place, what's the point in figuring out storage for them? Right. And so right. I think what we both want to do for listeners is thinking about the holidays. We just want to sort of like zone in on Thanksgiving and Christmas. And granted, we will likely not be gathering with nearly as many people as we normally do, obviously. And so this is 
this is different on a, on a lot of levels, but how can we think, think about taking photos from a professional photo storage person? Can you <laughs> like sort of unpack a little bit too? Like why is the purpose or the reason behind why you're taking a photo? Why is it, why is it the place to start? Why is it so important? Everybody's answer to that is going to be different. But for me, back when I became a professional photographer, I saw this study that they did. It was back in the 70s where they had kids. They gave them a Polaroid camera and they tracked them for five weeks and they had them make like a little scrapbook and use their photos of themselves. And there there was a 37% increase in their self-esteem from the beginning of the project to the end of the project. And I've never forgotten that because- I was like, oh my gosh, it really means something to our kids that they see themselves in photos. It helps them establish their part and their value in our family to see themselves in photos. But I want to add an enormous caveat on that. Think about how different our photo style was in the 1970s. I mean, (laughs) holy cow. Do we need to be taking the 60,000 pictures that are on our camera roll now in order to get that benefit of the self-esteem for the kids? No. I remind myself of it as to why I'm taking the pictures. It's important for my kids and our family and myself, but we don't need to take (laughs) a million pictures, a thousand pictures at one birthday party. So I definitely think it helps to consider why you're taking the photos. Are you someone who's parents or extended family is far away from you and you need to take a picture so you can text them and let you know, let them know like you're doing well and what you're working on today. Or are you someone who wants, like you said, your kids to see the memories and the photos and the joy appearing in your house. So there's different reasons you're taking photos, but the one common theme, no matter what your reason is, is you don't necessarily need to take more photos to like adequately document the situation. Like you can take Mm. one picture of your kids making gingerbread cookies and send that to grandma. And then that one picture can appear on your digital frame. Like we have an Amazon Alexa show. That's the one that has the screen. And so every day it shows the memories of what we were doing on this this day in the past. Oh, I love that. And so a year from now, my kids will see that one photo of them making the gingerbread cookie. Now, on the other side, if you take 50 pictures of the cute gingerbread cookie making day, I really believe you're going to be less likely to do anything with it Mm. because you're going to feel overwhelmed by 50 instead of one. When you have one, you can throw that in a photo gift. You can throw that in a calendar. You can throw it on the digital frame. When you have 50, you're then burdened with, oh, I got to go through the 50 and pick my favorites. And there's probably some junk in there. And you have a totally different energy. Remember what you're going to use the picture for when you're going into the event because less is more. You're going to be able to use that photo more effectively when you just take one. Not to mention, this is a whole separate topic, you take the one picture, you set your phone down, you are going to enjoy that moment so much more. You're going to be in the moment. So you take the one picture, you check it off. Okay, I documented this. I've got the picture for grandma. And then make the cookies. I feel like we could just end it right here in so many ways because it's like, (laughs) you're absolutely right that there, I hadn't really thought about the fact that the overwhelm of the 50 photos and why do we do that? We do that. I do that because I want to get the best one, you know, like maybe the one I took is, is not really the best angle it could be, or the light wasn't great or whatever it is when really it's, they're all about the same. That's why they're overwhelming because there's nothing to distinguish the 50 photos one from another. And so Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right that there is, um, 
as as a in this lazy genius community, there are a couple of principles that you are sort of bringing up. One is to start small that we're just going to take, you know, one. the one photo, one. call it a day is all good. And then the other one is actually to decide once, which deciding once is choosing one time what you're going to do in a certain situation and then not having to think about it again. And I think that going into an event, going into a Thanksgiving dinner, going into the cookie baking, going into the walk uh, around your neighborhood to look at lights or whatever it is that, you know, I'm going to take one photo and then I am going to store these photos here. I'm going to send them to this person. Like you've already decided what the purpose is, which eliminates all of that decision fatigue as you're walking and the distraction from actually enjoying whatever it is you're doing. So I just, I feel like this is so simple, but so like aggressively freeing. Like it's so good. (laughs) It's so, so good. And I consider myself Casey to be like, pretty chill when it comes to photos. Like I'm pretty good about putting my phone down. We Mm -hmm. do have a couple of, um, like paths for our memory making. I've talked about this on a couple of other episodes. I have, um, the one second everyday app. I love that app so much. If someone listening doesn't know what that is, it's basically an app that kind of aggregates your, um, like daily, if you use it daily, your videos and you choose one second from a video you take and, and it turns it into this like long video of your life, like one second every day. And it's so beautiful. And it kind of removes the pressure from me to take pictures Mm -hmm. of our life as often, because I sort of know that's what our memory making is. But anyway, I'm saying that to say, like, I don't feel super overwhelmed by my camera and by uh, taking pictures. And yet, what you just said, I already am like, oh yeah, my ho- my holidays are are already breathing easier. Like I'm that so one happy. One second every day app is 100% what I just said. So you take one second and you're like, okay, I'm done for the day. I'm yeah. good. That good. that checked the box. And it's one second. And that app shows you and how powerful the one is. You see the one second and all of a sudden you remember all the rest of the following seconds from that memory. And so that's how the gingerbread example is going to be. The kids are going to see the one photo and they're going to remember all their happy memories from it. They don't need a picture of all the 50 happy memories. Also, your point of looking for the best photo, would your kids ever really say to you like, oh, mom, I wish you had taken that in different lighting. Like, I just really don't like the way that I looked decorating that cookie. They would never say that. Neither would grandma. It's like, that's not the point. Can we let's pivot to another thing in this, how to think about holiday photos. How do how should we think about holiday photos in regards to sharing them on Instagram? Because isn't that where the pressure comes from? I don't actually feel as much pressure. Now, granted, my job is on Instagram, but I don't really feel as much pressure to take a photo for my own consumption as mm-hmm. I do to put it on Instagram. So if we are thinking which is which is flawed. I hear I hear yeah. the flawed reasoning in that, that that is actually putting no, way too much very pressure. Real. Yes, but it is very real. So how can we think about sharing our holidays on Instagram or Facebook or whatever? Like for good reason, you know, for people like family members that are far away. Like there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing morally wrong with sharing our lives on Instagram. But how can we sort of approach that process with that same uh, freedom that you've already talked about? So think about how if what I said, you take one picture at all your events, you take one picture while you're walking around the block, looking at your neighborhood lights, you take one picture while you're making the gingerbread cookies, you take one picture at some other tradition, one picture while you're putting up the tree. Maybe then you can put on Facebook or Instagram, the combination of all of those. So you post like all six of those photos at once in one post about you know, this is what we're doing this holidays, or here's a recap of our holidays. And what that kind of does is show 
to beauty. I mean, there's six joyful filled moments and maybe they're not the most like aesthetically beautiful picture you've ever taken. But when you see all six together as a story on Instagram, it tells a beautiful story. So I think you could kind of combine your ones to make a bigger story there in one post. I love that. And it takes, like you said, the pressure off of having this perfectly um, situated photo. And, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, and I think, I think I just want to say like out loud to myself as someone who um, I have said out loud many a times, I'm not like super great at taking photos. Like I, I can get one. I think that's why I feel the pressure to take so many is because it feels like I have to take 50 before I get one that I'm happy with. But what is the, um, what is the measurement for what makes me happy about that photo? Mm-hmm. So it's about changing the the measurement of what makes it important or valuable or shareable or savable or whatever it is um, that that we perhaps have the wrong metric. I think that's unique, too. So you might be someone where, OK, the aesthetics of this photo doesn't really matter too much. But if you are somebody who really you know, wants to set that bar high for their photography, you can take the 50 photos as long as you're committing to narrowing it down to one, because that's the step that we're missing is people mm-hmm. take the 50 life is super busy. They go on with their holiday season. They never took the time to narrow it down to one. And all of that builds and builds and builds to us doing nothing with our photos. So if you are someone who identifies like, yeah, the quality of the photo really does matter to me, then that's fine. Take as many as it requires for you to get the photo as long as you're narrowing it down right afterwards. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive in June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive in June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's day i'm wearing love note a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone and annie is wearing bouquet a shimmery pink that matches her personality plus olive and june's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20 percent off your first manny system that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e.com slash l-a-z-y-g-e-n-i-u-s for 20 percent off your first manny system This episode is sponsored by Chomps. 
With three kids running every which way, life at the Adachi house is very full. Someone is always on the go, whether it's to band practice or to a work meeting or down the street to grandma's house. And I love having chomps in the pantry for a high protein snack that's perfect for life on the go. Chomps are made with natural ingredients, come in nine delicious bold flavors, and have up to 12 grams of protein per stick. You can even order them online and have them delivered straight to your door. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash genius. Go to chomps.com slash genius to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash genius. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off. Another uh, lazy genius principle that just came to mind is building the right routines. Mm. We often with like morning, evening, going to work whatever. Are there photo routines? Are there like photo like that when you have the 50 yeah. or whatever? Like, can you help us figure out like what a holiday photo routine could be? Yeah. Yeah. I call it the daily delete. So you do go about your day, take as many pictures as you're going to take. Then maybe every night you're sitting down watching Netflix on the couch. That's how you decompress. Take your phone out, narrow it down to those ones that you want to keep from the day and get rid of the trash right there on the same day because you can decide in that moment. These are the ones that are the best. And then it doesn't accumulate in the same overwhelming way because you've decided these are the photos from today. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. If you are wondering, cause like me, I'm like, well, how do I get that into your head? You're going to be on your phone anyway, doing that. Mm-hmm. You could always set a daily alarm for a certain amount mm-hmm. of time when you know you're going to be on the couch. So it just reminds you like, go do your daily delete. Um, and I imagine if you're doing it, that's a, that's another way to start small. If you're doing it daily, you're probably not taking 200 pictures every day. Like it's not really going to take that long if you do it every day and then it becomes a routine. That's really, really good. Um, okay. So one other thing I want to sort of make sure we hit on because we're talking about how to think about holiday photos. How can we start thinking about holiday photos as it relates to maybe holiday photo gifts? I definitely have some ideas there for sure. I think photo gifts this year more than ever. How many times do people say this year more, more than, than ever, ever. <laughs> are um, are awesome and a great solution because I'm usually someone who opts for experiences and I don't think we can give experience gifts as confidently this year as we have in the past. So yeah. this is a great year for photo gifts for sure. 
So this ties into what we what I just said about you doing the daily delete and you have, you know, your favorites. And so your camera roll is nice and cleaned up and it's easy to make photo gifts. Let's say you're not that person. Most people are not that person. My advice is first go back on your camera roll and use that little heart icon to flag your favorites. So rather than focusing on the junk, like I just said, with the daily delete, you're doing it in reverse. You're going back and you're looking for the best ones and you're flagging them as favorites. So go back maybe to the beginning of the year, scroll back on your camera roll and hit the heart icon when you see the ones that are awesome. I think a key to success is spending time to pick the photos first. Don't get on the gift website yet. Just pick your favorites first. Look for maybe 12 to 20. This doesn't have to be anything huge. Just scroll back, see the things that really jump out, hit the heart. Then head on over to the photo gift website, bring those 12 to 20 there, and you can repurpose those photos over and over again into different gifts. You can put them into a calendar. You can put them, put the favorite one onto a puzzle. You can put them onto a notepad for grandma and grandpa. There are so many photo gift ideas. My favorite website that I use is called Pinhole Press. They have the cutest ideas. So my ultimate favorite gift, if you have kids, they have a memory game option where you drop in your photos and you play a memory game with your pictures of your family. And they even have holiday ones where you, they're little pictures of elves and you drop the faces of your family to be different elf characters or Santa characters. They are so cute. I have some pictures of it on, on my blog if you want to check it out. But once you pick the 12, drop them into a memory game, drop them into the notepad. Like I'm saying, you picking the photos first, just tapping that heart icon is going to give you some freedom to then focus on design and focus on making the gifts appropriate to whoever you're giving them to. This is why I'm so happy you're here because when I, so I first heard of you, uh, on Laura Tremaine's episode uh, th- that you did with her on 10 Things to Tell You. And I was like, who is this Miss Freddie person who is talking about <laughs> photos in this very systemized, but very soulful, slow, small steps way? I was like, she's the lazy genius of photos. This is the best thing ever. And you just <laughs> did it again with another lazy genius principle, which is to go in the right order. It seems as though we with photos absolutely are going out of order. You're right. Mm -hmm. Like we go to find the cool gift before we even have the photo that makes sense for it, that the photo itself is the thing that's going to inspire the best gift, not best. That's not fair. There's not like a best, but inspire Mm -hmm. a gift choice that sort of uh, matches the person that we want to give it to and all that. So that is such a great order that we just favorite what we like, winnow that down to like a limited number, a small Mm -hmm. amount. So we're not overwhelmed. And then we go and look for a gift for the person. How do you, so um, where in that order of things, like would you put the, who is going to get a photo gift? I, I think maybe I make my list of what people need first. So I'll be like, oh, I don't have any ideas for the grandmas this year. So they're going to get a photo gift. I might not narrow it down to they're getting a calendar, but I'll be like, oh, I'll come up with something once I'm on the photo gift website. So I'll probably just make a list of here are the five people that need photo gifts go pick my pictures, then go to the photo gift website and be like, "Hmm, they have this great puzzle that would be perfect for so-and-so. You know what I love about this as we wrap up is that uh, there is so much joy in, in the direction that you're uh, giving us here, because you're right. It's, it's, we're not trying to go in the right order or start small or do any of these things, approach our holiday photos so that we're stripping 
we're not trying to strip the joy away here. We're not trying to turn this into a machine. We're actually trying to simplify the steps so that the joy of what photos bring comes to the surface again. It's not bogged down by all the pressure to get the best photo that it is overwhelming because our camera roll is full of too many things that we will never uh, sift through all of that. Like the purpose here is to bring the joy back. And I, I, I feel like so often we think that small steps and simple moves actually take the joy away because isn't, uh-huh. aren't the more complicated machines sup- supposed to make things better for us? And they just don't, they just don't. And I, and I just love that this, I hear it even in your voice and in my own uh, listening to your voice, when you give <laughs> ideas, I'm like, like, I'm excited about it. It's not a drag. It's not a yeah. drag. We don't want holiday photo taking or gift choosing or going through our photos every day, we don't want it to be a drag because what matters here, what matters is remembering. It's Mm -hmm. capturing, it's looking back, but it's being present. And Mm -hmm. so if we can do both with these steps, which we can with these steps that you're giving us, like we can do both things. We can, we can capture and remember, but still be very, very present. Like you said, I actually, Casey, when you said you see the one second and then your brain fills in the seconds after yeah, I like a tears came to my eyes. I was like, that, that's right. That's what our brain does. <laughs> like that we can rely on our, on our memories to, um, they just get a little like reminder, you know, like yep. a photo is just like a little reminder. And so I'm just really excited for people to, um, especially, especially in this year, yeah. <laughs> more than any other more people than ever. <laughs> Um, yeah, that we are, we're remembering what matters, even about something like photo taking. So I'm just, I'm so grateful for, um, this system and soul that you bring to, to photos. And it's just, it's just the best. Um, okay. So as we, as we close up, you guys, you can follow Miss Freddie at Miss dot Freddie, right? Isn't there a dot between us and Freddie? Um, and I want, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, share this again in the new year because this is, I'm not sure that this is the time of year for some people to be like going hard on photo organization, but also it could be if you're not traveling and you're like, you know what? I need a project that gives me life. I want to do something that is uh, that, that matters right now that serves my family because I have this time, whatever. Um, it could be that photo organization and sort of getting some rhythms with your pictures would be of benefit to you. Um, anybody who's listening. So if that's the case, Casey, Mm -hmm. um, I know that you have some resources for people. So I would love for you to tell us about those real quick. Yeah. My, my most popular course is called backup bootcamp and it takes you through getting all of your photos into one place from all the devices where they're currently scattered. You get to one place. It helps you automatically remove duplicates, automatically get them sorted into folders by year and month. The technology still blows my mind, and I've been teaching this course for years. And it helps you get a backup system in place. So if you are someone who feels really overwhelmed or very scared that your photos could be lost because they're not properly backed up, Backup Bootcamp would be a great starting point. I agree with you. That might be too much of a project for many people to take on. Right now, the holiday season can be stressful in general. But I this year, I'm offering gift certificates for my courses. So that could be a great gift idea. If oh, you're somebody who wants to check that off in the new year, you could ask for a gift certificate for Christmas. I also have another course called Family Yearbooks, which would be great this time of year, like heading into January, because it shows how I narrow down my photos every year to my favorites and how I turn them into one family yearbook every year. That is the way that I have chosen 
to give my photos purpose and get them into the hands of my family. So that walks through my process. That just takes me a couple hours because I've really tried to make it the most efficient way to create a family yearbook. So that would be the other one I would recommend. But I have a couple of courses on my website for like DSLR photography and editing and all sorts of photo related things. But those were the two I think your audience probably would like the most. Yeah, that sounds so great. I'm just really thrilled that um, people are learning that you exist because my my goal in so many of my um, conversations with people, which are not very common on the podcast, I don't have guests hardly at, hardly ever. I know. But I, I feel so, so super, super honored <laughs> that you picked me. <laughs> well, the, the times that I do, it's because this person is an expert and they are a lazy genius. Like there are lots of people who are experts in different fields, but perhaps they are, they skew a little lazy one way or a little genius the other way. And I feel like just the way that you already, I mean, obviously I've, you pulled out like four or five different lazy genius principles without knowing that they were there. It's like, it's so, it's such a gift for this particular group of people who are listening, who really do want to care when they want to care. Like it's okay for us to care about beautiful photos. It's okay for us to care about remembering and, and all of that and being purposeful about it, but to do it in a way that does not feel overwhelming, that serves our own, um, priorities in our life and, and the margin and being, and like you said, being present when we're making the cookies, like that's what we're doing it for is not to sit there with our camera the whole time and be distracted from the very thing that we're trying to document. So I just really, I really love what you're doing and I'm so excited for people to, to connect with you. And I'm just so grateful for your being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And that's it for today. So I have already set a daily phone alarm to do my daily delete. I have already started favoriting photos on my camera roll. I've already pulled up pinhole press and died at the options. You could, you can turn a photo into a puzzle. Like there's just so many things, but mostly I have already let myself off the hook to document and organize my photos like a genius but instead like a lazy genius. And I hope you have too. I'm so, so grateful for Casey being here today and helping us think differently about our, our photos, especially our holiday photos. Everything we've mentioned in this episode will be linked up in the show notes. And again, you can follow Casey on Instagram at miss.freddy. That's F-R-E-D-D-Y. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra, and I'll see you next week. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.